Hello, welcome to the Keep Going podcast, where you get to listen behind the scenes as we bootstrap a SaaS product called Arrows. You can find it at arrows.to. I'm Daniel Zarek. I'm one of the co-founders and my partner, Benedict, he took the week off from work. So I decided to do a solo episode and we're going to talk about sales this week. Last week, you might remember, we talked about onboarding our very first customers. So what we did is we, we sold some pre-orders to some people back in February. It's now July. And about two weeks ago, we onboarded those people who pre-ordered the product. And so far, it's been going great. All the reactions have been very positive. One of those four companies has totally rolled it out across all of their onboarding processes with their customers and integration processes. Arrows is focused on building mutual action plans. So these are are plans that allow you know a company and their customers to have a shared understanding of work that they need to do to have success with like the integration process that they're going through. It's been pretty great. We've been thrilled. Some of the customers we still have to like kind of keep momentum with them, get them going. But otherwise, like the first four have been going great. We've got two companies that are kind of doing trials right now. They're they're interested, and I feel like at least one of them will buy it. But they're in that kind of like checking it out phase. Now we have to figure out what we do. We can keep trying to pull along the first four, but we need to get more people trying it. And part of it, you know, we, we want to get the revenue kind of machine going, but that's not really the point. At this point, we're in like totally learning mode. We're still kind of referring to the product as a beta. And that's just really to kind of allow ourselves to not have official pricing and to make sure we like smooth out a lot of the bugs and really get the core functionality in there. Really, we need more people. I mentioned we did pre-orders back in February. We got four people to pre-order, but we talked to about 40 companies and that's how we did our research. We talked to a lot of customer success teams and of those 40, I would say maybe 15 or 20 at least are companies that might possibly one day use arrows and some of those might use it here in the next month or two. And so that's where we're starting. I basically, I've spent the first half of this week. It's Wednesday. Now I started emailing people from that list that we talked to and they had mock-ups. We showed them, we gave them an idea of what the product was. We got their thoughts on it. We, we saw their internal processes that they currently use that arrows would replace. And now I sent them a demo video. I recorded a loom video and showed them kind of how the real version of the product looks and works. And the goal here is I want to go capture the people that were interested and who have become in more in need of this product since then or who maybe weren't interested and now have a need for it. So I, I've, I sent an email basically in response to our, you know, original email where we scheduled it. And it, usually after our call back then, I would follow up with the mockups that we showed them. So there was a take home thing that they got to hold on to. Maybe they shared it internally with their team. And we often heard that people were interested. They just like weren't really ready to pre-order and they wanted to see it later, or just the pain wasn't big enough for them to pre-order. They just wanted to see if the product was real, you know, we've talked a lot, Benedict and I, about kind of the trust that customers have because we're a very new product. We have very, very low trust. So what we were incrementally been doing over time is we had conversations where people thought we were pretty smart and considerate. Then we came back, we had mock-ups that showed like, oh no, this is serious. We can build a good product. We, you know, we lean on our, our backgrounds as people who have built like quality products. But then now we're kind of like leveling up we have a real product now, like trust us a little bit more. Hey, here's some of the people that are using it. Like those are companies that you respect and trust. So you should trust us a bit more. And really like, as we learn and make the product better, 
we are also increasing the amount of trust that people have with us that we are able to build a product that is quality enough that they could use and roll out to their customers, but also that we can build something that like pays attention to the challenges they have. So now this is part of what I'm doing is I'm looping back around with those people and saying like, hey, remember those mock-ups that we had that you weren't certain we're gonna turn into something real? Look, it's real and real companies are using it and using it with their customers. So that's step one. The step two in that is I'm trying to convert that kind of interest in that email with that Loom video into a demo call. And there's kind of two reasons there. If I get them on a demo call, then I can turn that into potentially a sales conversation where they might actually use it. But secondarily, and kind of most importantly, I just want to hear what their reactions are to the product now that it's real and we actually have the email notifications that go out to customers when there's an overdue task or you can you know schedule a date or what do you expect the dashboard to look like here's how templates work how would you want to or plan to use templates if you used it and we'll kind of take a lot of that feedback with a grain of salt until people convert and become real customers but at least getting that kind of like initial reaction is very helpful at that point, what I try to do is we try to move them into a kind of a buying moment. It's very easy for early founders who don't feel comfortable with sales to just show off the product and be like, well, tell me if you like it. And then nothing actually happens. You actually have to like pull the customer towards you in a lot of ways. And you have to actually bring them to a point where you ask for money. You ask for them to commit or not. And and part of that is sometimes they, actually, they just don't know. It's like kind of a an unspoken communication that is going on where... They're not really sure what mode you're in. Are you actually trying to get new customers? You need to kind of make that clear. Yes, I'm really curious what you think about our product, but mostly we're here to see if you'd like to use it. Would you like to become a customer? We're charging money for it. We think it would be useful for you, etc. And so the way these kind of sales calls go on a, on a higher level is I spend the first 5, 10, 15 minutes on a 30-minute call asking about them. We dig into how big their customer success team is, how many of those people deal with onboarding and kind of the integration upfront work that happens post sales, but before somebody's like an active ongoing customer. We, we figure out how they're currently managing that. Is it Trello? Is it a Salesforce thing? Are they doing it in spreadsheets, which is most common for our customers so far? We learn about that. We ask them to show us if they can, if they're willing, and that's been very helpful. And then what happens is at that point, I'm like totally ready and I have a, a mental model of what their current system is and how they currently think about it. And then I'm able to bring up arrows at this point. So I kind of spend the second 10 minutes or so demoing arrows, walking them through how it works, drawing a line between what they showed me and talked to me about in their process to how arrows work so they can kind of close the gap between their mental model and our mental model of the product. And then we just kind of get them comfortable with the idea of is this something that could actually help them and solve something for them? And I, I try to focus just on what we have now. We do like to talk a little bit about what's coming since we're so early, but we don't want them to get too hung up on, on features that may never become real or that are just theoretical. We want them to really have value in the product now. Uh, and then after that, the last five or eight minutes, whatever it is at this point, we kind of loop back around to getting their thoughts on what I just showed them both what are your kind of product feedback ideas, but also what is your appetite as a customer to potentially start using it? Are you interested in trying this? Is this something like, how would that work? Who would you have to talk to 
if you were going to try something like this. Are you the person with the credit card or do you need to go talk to the team or talk to your manager? What would we do now? And we always make sure we have that conversation so we know how to kind of follow up, when to check in, how long that process might take. We, we set an expectation. If they're not interested on the call, which is usually not the case, like the, you don't often close on the call, at least not at our stage, but we do get to have a moment of, well, this is what I think it would take. I'm gonna go talk to my team later today. I'll get back to you by the end of the week. And then I know to follow up by the end of the week and check in. We set a kind of an understanding of you're going to talk to them. I'm going to follow up with a, a payment page, or maybe I'm going to send you another video that you can share with your team. There's some sort of give and a take here, and you can gauge with that how interested they are. If they're very wishy-washy, just let it let it ride. And then what we do is we convert the conversation into, okay, this doesn't make sense for you. That's fine. We like kind of release the tension there, and then we kind of convert it into. Do you know other people we should be talking to? A lot of the folks that we've talked to have worked at other companies and or are friends with people who work in similar roles at other companies. They've met them at conferences or just over the years, just like designers and engineers, like hanging out with other designers and engineers, other people like hanging out with people that do the same stuff. And so they often know other companies that are, are structured in a way or maybe dealing with these challenges or who might be. So we ask for an introduction or a mention of them, and then we try to follow up. And that's another inter interesting case where screenshots or a video is very useful as a thing that they can forward around or use in introduction context, which is great. Yeah, so that that's generally like the high level structure of the calls. And that's that's worked really well for us so far. We don't have to be too pro at it yet. We we know how to like get the value out of them, but we don't necessarily need to be the best salespeople yet. We're really just trying to find the people who have the real pain that are that are very motivated to try our product or are on the fence and then we can kind of pull them over. We're good at that. What we do for CRM, we kind of keep track of everybody inside a Notion, kind of like a Kanban board in Notion, like Trello. I think Trello, Notion, Airtable, those are the best sort of CRMs for like the early days. We've tried HubSpot and the other ones. Originally, Arrows was trying to build a, a lightweight CRM and really none of them work well as just having like a simple spreadsheet or Airtable or something like that. Just keep it flexible, like who's the person, what's their contact information, what stage are they at with your company, like are they a good fit, are they a bad fit, Have you, do you need to follow up with them, et cetera. And just make sure you kind of check that and keep it up to date. We try to keep track of like all of our touch points in there, some notes, but that kind of falls by the wayside. We're, we're going to have to get better at that, but overall we try to keep it lightweight. But after this, so this week I'm just following up and we're hoping can we get another handful of customers to start trialing and potentially paying for the product based on people we've already talked to or introductions from you know our network or people that we've talked to and then after that i have to start thinking about later this week what are we going to do next once we tap these first few dozen people what do we do to kind of get more conversations going potentially outside of the people we've talked to do i Go look at LinkedIn and see who's a second or third degree connection in our network that works in customer success. Maybe go look at their company and see if they're the sort of product that would make, uh, that would be a good fit for Arrows. Maybe we start testing some inbound things like posting in customer success forums, like kind of check where there are topics or threads where we have some knowledge or value that we can provide and uh, be useful in there and link back to Arrows. We start maybe posting in LinkedIn groups that are about customer success. There's a lot of conversations happening in there. So that's really the next step is we have to figure out how to scale beyond just the first few dozen people we've talked to and start really kind of getting the 
the sales and inbound machine going. So yeah, that's really what we're dealing with. And we'll talk to you soon. And hopefully next time we have uh, some more data to talk about. See you then.